Hey you, what's happening at work? What's keeping you up at night? What's causing you frustration or depleting your wellness at work? Talk to me and with me. This is Joyce Odinison, your host with the What's Happening at Work show, where we create solutions to work, live, and play well. Join me now for next episode. Welcome, welcome here. It is so great to talk to you today. As we look at our topic today, I'm going to shout out to you, remote leaders. Wow. How our life has changed with COVID-19. So prior to COVID-19, you're used to having your employees at their desk in a room or a space where you could see them or you could at least walk out of your office and go see them or probably even a cubicle close to them. But in less than a few weeks or days, that has been disrupted. And now you find yourself in the in the seat of a remote leader. And what is a remote leader? So remote leader is someone who is leading a team of individuals who are working off-site. They're working, probably they're in a different department. And many of you have been remote leaders for a while and you just haven't even recognized that you were. So maybe from this message, you will, you will hear from this episode that you probably have been sitting or wearing the hat of a remote leader for some time and not even notice it. So here are some circumstances where you could find yourself wearing the hat of a remote leader. For instance, you have someone who's been seconded to another department, but they're still reporting to you. You are now doing a bit of remote leading because you still need to check in with them. You need to offer some measure of leadership and guidance to them. It could be that they're working in another building from you. Right. There are situations where you don't have the physical space for your entire team to be in the same room or in the same location or building. And so you have some teams in various buildings or various parts of the city, various parts of the country that's remote leading. Right. So sometimes we do things and we don't even acknowledge ourselves for having done it, having been there. So if you're finding yourself feeling a little bit antsy today or worried that you can't see the the bulk of your team or you can't see the majority of your team members or see their faces when you're talking to them, well, you can do that. There are there are many applications that allow you to see the faces of the people you lead uh, all in one place, virtual room. You can have your virtual staff meetings. Those are very, very important. And I'll be talking about that in some upcoming episode. So let me share a story with you. I've had situations where I've had to work with remote leaders and it's been very, very interesting. I remember one of the remote leaders I worked with, she had her own business. And in that process, she had a virtual team in different countries. And she felt as as a solopreneur, she was focused on the business and getting people to do their work. And I remember having the conversation with her about 
connecting with her team, her employees, having conversations with them. And she looked at me in horror. She like, what? What do you mean? I have to babysit them? I have to stroke their back? And I'm like, uh-huh, you do. Reality is whether your team is working in the same room with you or they're working remotely, be it at their homes, be it in another city, in another location, another country, they are still people with belly buttons, meaning that they need connection. That little button we have on our belly means that humans are designed for connection. Without that, we couldn't be in this planet, right? We need that umbilical cord to have been connected even to being born. So the reality is we are connected beings and we need that connection, social connection to complete the relationship. And whether you do that by sending snail mail, because I mean, way back then before technology, we had something I remember when I was growing up called pen pals, where you would send a letter off to your pen pal in a faraway country and you waited for that mail. And when that mail came, you were so excited and you eat up every word that written on that letter. You, you visualize that the writing and you start thinking about and you start feeling closer to that person with every letter that came. You started feeling closer to that person and getting a little bit more insight into that person and who they are and what they like and, and what their preferences are. And that's how human relationships are formed. Whether they are in your office, when you meet in the coffee room, you are learning about them. What are their preferences when they talk about their children or their spouse or their pets? You're learning a little bit about them. And so that's the whole area of likability that happens. That's very important for you as a leader, especially when you're working remotely or you're a remote leader or you're working virtually. You need to develop those relationships. You need those connection times. So set that in your agenda as something to do, a time to connect with team members. And it's funny, I recall working with that that client and I had to do simple things like send out an email to each person. It's the same email, but you put their name on it and it's specialized to them and they feel, wow, she cares about me. She wants to know what's going on in my life. And yes, you are going to have those employees who want to tell you everything about their life. But it's it's a strategy. You can curtail that. You can shorten it in your reply. You can say, I am so glad to know that you're doing well. Thank you for sharing. So you can maintain uh, you can maintain the volume of what you want to. And you can even say in your in your email to them, send me a short paragraph of how your weekend was. Let's keep it 50 words or less, you know, be, uh, you know, so that I can ensure I read it all. Wow. Look at that. 
you've just created a structure. You've just created a framework for communicating. You could do that. You could have five minute check-ins with your team on Monday mornings or Friday eve afternoons, whatever it is, or midweek. You daily, whatever your preference is, it's very, very important for you as a leader to set that tone and set that time for checking in and building relationships with your team. It's paramount. It is because what happens is that they get to know, trust and like you. They get to feel that you know them and you like them and you care about them. And it creates that engagement. It creates that bonding. It creates that opportunity for you to now leverage that relationship. Be able to say, I need you to work a little extra hard on this. I need you to expand your thinking on this and let's come up with new ideas. I need you to help me by working a few extra hours on this. You cannot do that without the relationship building process. And that's what you get to do as a virtual leader. You do it so simply and easily in the office when they're there, when you can see them, when you're in the same vicinity with them. But it's extremely important to make it front of mind, make it a a key thing that you do. It has to become central to your communication and your interaction with your team Uh, Now that everyone is remote and working virtually, it's important checking in times. You could do your five minutes at the end of the day. You could do it at lunchtime. If you have a big team, you don't have to do all of them one time because that's one of the complaints I hear. Joyce, I'm, I'm supervising. Joyce, I'm leading a team of a hundred. I have 200 people. That's okay. You can send out mass emails. There is such a thing. right? Get your IT people to set that up for you. That's your check-in time. And you could have somewhere, it's not, you don't need them to respond, but it's really you connecting. So you can share with yourself. The bigger your team is, the more important it is for you to share about you because you have less time to share with, to, to read messages from everyone. So that's where you bring up your virtual staff meeting and you can bring up 50 people at a time. You can bring up a hundred people at a time. They get to connect. Sometimes you talk to two or three people in that meeting, listen to them, show empathy, show concern, and that works for everyone. And if you work with us and you're learning the leadership coaching skills that we do, we teach in relational leadership, you will learn how you can Coach one person and everybody in the room gets coached by it. That's a strategy that's very, very important. Learning how to coach one person and letting everybody else get a benefit from that coaching session. Because yeah, you have 300 people and you don't have physically enough time to touch everyone. But we do it all the time as coaches. We can have 300 people in the, in the virtual classroom and we coach two or three or five or 10 people and everyone feels coached by it. It's a strategy. You'll, you learn that and you can learn to employ that in your virtual leadership. 
most coaches coach mass where you have hundreds of people in the room and you get to interact with one or two people or five or 10, depending on the length of time. And everyone gets their answers. People do have similar lives, similar situations. And by your interaction with one or two person, the way you coach them, the way you encourage them, the way you show empathy and compassion does leave an impression with the rest of the group. They're like, oh, wow, I really like how he treated her. I love how she showed respect for that person's concern, how he didn't belittle them, how he really acknowledged what they're doing. I feel touched by it. I feel that my situation would be addressed similarly. Therefore, I now have more of, I feel that I now have more of a relationship with my leader. Very, very important to start using those strategies when you're working with your virtual team. It can be done. You can be in a classroom. You can be in a virtual, a virtual room for your staff meeting with your team members and touch everyone virtually just the same way. Stroke the egos, um, share compassion, be empathetic, be open, be acknowledging. And you could have those teachable moments where you may have actually reached out to one person before or two people and ask, can I share your story as a learning or coachable moment for the rest of the team? You have to be creative and innovative as a virtual leader. And remember that your team still need to know that you hear them, you see them, and you would be kind and compassionate and understanding to them. You would be acknowledging to them just as if they were in the room with you. So that is something that you need to start being able to do. Learn how to have a virtual presence with your team. It's extremely important. Learn how to show up on those calls. Learn how to show up in those virtual rooms and have a presence where you resonate with your people, where they feel they hear your words, where you're speaking to them, where you start looking at their faces and connecting with them. That is extremely important in a time like this, where they're now having makeshift offices, where they're now rearranging their lives, trying to shush their little kids so that they can work. You have to show that compassion. You have to show that that empathy. You have to show that understanding. You have to come up with creative strategies. You have to be seen as approachable and ready to help them solve the problems that come up at home as they try to work or they come up at work or come up with customers or with their peers. One of the things to remember, don't think that because your team is now virtual, there is no conflict. Actually, that is sadly untrue. There are going to be actually more misunderstandings because they're used to popping into the other person's office, reading their body language and walking away. Now they have to now imagine what that person is saying and they're, they're going to put their own enunciations on the words and their own inferences and meaning to what's been said. So you do have to do some virtual conflict resolution. As a virtual leader, you may say, and I've had many leaders who said, why do we have this happening? It's not like they're in the same office. Why? This is just, they're just sending email messages. They're just supposed to do their work. Why are they interacting with each other? Why are we having 
it is part of the reality, whether your team are online or they are in the office, they're going to be misunderstanding, they're going to be conflicts. So get ready for that. Be present, be accessible, be on the lookout and be a connector. Have that virtual presence, meet with them, let them know you're there and you're listening. What are their needs? How can you solve them? Connect them with those who have problem solving strategies, buddy them up. There are lots of ways you can go ahead and be an excellent leader virtually as you know, as you work with your remote team. And I call it a digital uh, remote leader. It's just the reality we're living in now that you have to become that remote leader in order for you to galvanize your team to work successfully to meet the needs, whether you're in essential services, whether you're in customer relations, whatever your role is, it's very, very important to ensure that your team have what they need, especially emotionally, interpersonally, uh, psychologically, at, at this time, you need to show up as a virtual leader. You need to show up as a digital leader in this digital age. You have to now problem solve technology that you're not even aware of. You're like, what on earth? What, what is this software? How does it work? You need to be able to have the patience and the resonance to have those conversations. Even when you have no clue what is happening, no clue. Reality, I spent Last month, I had someone in my office for an entire day working on my computer. And then I gave that person my computer for another day and all night. And he turned on to tell me, oh, can I have it for another day? And I'm like, take a walk. No, you will not have my computer for another day. I will fix it myself and have mercy. I don't know what's going on. I just start turning off programs. And lo and behold, my problem is solved. So now most of my programs are subscription. So I'm going to go back now to my subscription, you know, my, my company that I'm subscribing for and say, Hey, your program is causing my computer to work poorly. Get your people on remotely to help me fix it. I'm not going to pay someone to come experiment anymore. So you have to be, you have to be flexible and adaptable. You need to be able to have those conversations. Even when you have no clue what's going on, you have to show up as a leader. Who can we ask about that? Who can support us with that? Your computer isn't working. Your internet isn't working. How can we get you online? What can we do? Do you have a smartphone? Do you have a tablet? How do we get you? You are. You have no idea how to use this program. Have you checked Google? Have you checked YouTube? Is there someone showing how to use it there? Very, very important. So, so important for you to show up as that digital leader, to show up and show confidence and show that you can deal with difficult problems. Even if you don't have a clue how to solve them, the reality is you need to resonate. You need to have presence. You need to ask questions. You need to brainstorm. You need to lead your team because we are are living in a digital age. And the reality is all of us have to pull up our big girl pants and, and say, Hey, I'm going to put my feet out there. I'm going to stretch out. I'm going to do things and I'm going to hope for the best. And if it doesn't work, oh, well, I got a backup computer, right? These are the days where you just need to have the smartphone and the tablet and the, you know, you have a couple of laptops. You just really need, you have a desktop, you need alternative because we are living in a digital age and you cannot afford to not be able to work. You need something to work on because we are 
in a digital age. And if you're going to lead digitally, it's important to uh, have confidence that you will be able to figure things out. Even if you have no clue, there is somebody on YouTube who is showing you for free how to do that. You just need the patience and the time to do it. And then there are lots of call. Like in the last month, I bought a brand new computer in 2020, brand new laptop. And have mercy, that thing has required more service and more attention than my old 10-year-old laptop that's still working perfectly fine. Same company, same brand. I thought I had the high-tech, the next version, and it should be working perfectly. I'm still working on my old 10-year-old computer, and the, the brand new one has been up and down until I started deleting programs <laughs> a couple of days ago. I was like, that's it. They said it's a software program. I've called Dell. They said it's a software program. So let me start getting rid of software and see what happens. And lo and behold, who would have thought, right? So now I go back to, to that organization and I said, hey, I'm a subscriber. I'm paying for this thing. It needs to work with my program. It's, nece it's necessary. I pay it, refund me or get get it work. They can send their people in remotely. It's very, very important for you to take charge and lead in this digital age because it's so easy for team members to get overwhelmed and get frustrated and get distracted in times like this where they are even less technology savvy than you are. Somebody has to lead. Somebody has to take the forefront and say, okay, we're going to figure this out. It's not the end of the world. It's not rocket science. Someone has had that problem before and and they've worked it out and they may have actually shared us, shared with us how to do it on YouTube for free. So I'll let's do that. Let's Google and then let's call the service people and get the help we need. So, so important. Don't get overwhelmed. Don't get frustrated. Don't put your hand up in the air. That is not the way to lead your team in a time like this. It will create chaos. You will undermine the, the, their confidence in you. And that's not something you can afford to do at this time. So stay strong, stay straight, stay safe. Keep your head up in this time and do what needs to be done with grace. Do it with a uh, passion. Uh, be present and be resonant with your team because that's what they need from you right now. Take it and we'll talk with you in the next episode. Bye now. You've been listening to What's Happening at Work. This is Joyce Edison, your host, and I want to thank you for being with us. Thank our guest and our sponsors, Interpersonal Wellness Services, Inc., the Global Workplace Wellness Summit, and of course, the Wellness Competency Mindset Movement. And if you want to hear from us, learn more or get more episodes, join us at interpersonalwellness.com where we help you to work, live, and play well. Bye now, and we'll see you for another episode.